0: Welcome to the NABC Guardians of the Game podcast, where we go inside what makes a coach a coach. The NABC Guardians of the Game podcast is a production of the National Association of Basketball Coaches and Learfield. Now, here's your host, Coach Gary Waters. I'm your host, Gary Waters, and today we have a special guest. We're joined by Jamie Dixon of Texas Christian University many of you may know this as
1: TCU so Jamie how are you doing today doing great doing great yeah it was a, a few years back that they decided to go strictly with TCU so nothing we have has as Texas Christian University on it's all TCU they figured TCU it, okay. it flows better i guess it's well,
0: well you educated me very good <laughs> <laughs> very good you know today uh, on on our podcast we have some some good information for you. And not only that, we got some good topics. The problem with that is we have a number of them, and I think we're only going to get to a few, but that's okay. Once we get to what we're looking for, we'll bring out that information, okay? Let me ask you, Jamie, um, when you hear the word or the words or the phrase Guardian of the Games, what do you think that means to you?
1: I think it's uh, um, I think it's a, a, a phrase that re- reflects uh, a passion uh, for the game of basketball. Uh, I think it also reflects thankfulness as a coach uh, for all that's given, and a player, really. I guess you could say that too, because uh, I played for about twenty years, and and uh, you know, four years after college. So. Uh, I think it's passion for the game and thankfulness for what the game has done for us. And then, and then the third uh, phrase will be protector of the game. As far as uh, I think guardians speaks to it too, but um, just uh, trying to do the right things for the future of the game as we go. And so uh, uh, as a coach, that's why I've kind of got involved with the NABC at a, at a, at a young early in my head coaching career. Uh, I think Riley Wallace was a big uh, proponent of the NABC and uh, he's kind of what was my mentor and still is my mentor. And um, so that's why I got involved with NABC ABC and, and trying to be again, the guardian of the game or protector of the game.
0: Well, I tell you, Jamie, I really like the phrase protector of the game, because this is an important game for everyone. We know that, especially in, in our profession. And we need people that look out for it, and especially the coaches. Mm-hmm. Now, we've, we've been going through some things, you know, that throughout the, the profession. But what do you feel? Do you feel where the profession is uh, is in, in the right in a right place in a right spot right now?
1: Well, the first thing I've been saying, and, and I don't know if this is exactly what you're getting to, but the college basketball, the game, the product that we're putting on the floor is very good. You know, with these older kids, uh, the transfers has brought some things, some changes. Yes. But I mean, the teams are very good. Now I'm talking about the Big Twelve, of course, and we've got the best conference, and and we've got so many <laughs> good teams. But I'm telling you, with the team I have this year, is as good as any team I've had in, in 20 years. So that can tell you that tells you a lot of things. But uh, the the caliber of play is is really good. We're practicing year round almost. I mean, uh, which the kids enjoy, the kids want, uh, the coaches want. Uh, that reflects passion for the game. So I, I really believe the game, uh, the product on the floor, college basketball specifically, is at a high, high level right now, and uh, it will continue to be that way because of some of the rule changes uh, that have been. I guess uh, uh, some would be controversial, but but I, in some ways, the game is good. The product is good. Uh, the teams we're putting out there is 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 the best it, it, it's ever been. And, um, you know, that's 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 a good thing. Um, Are there other things that we can uh, discuss and and question? Yeah, there's some of that. But the bottom line is the product is good.
0: Well, hey, I tell you, that's a good statement there, Jamie, because this is what we're looking for. And that's and I know people are really excited about this upcoming season. You got about four days and you're right into it. Tell me how you feel about the upcoming season.
1: I feel good. I mean, we're pretty healthy as it is. We've got a couple things we've got to settle as far as uh, personnel, uh, but again, we've been practicing. Uh, we've got returning team, and and yeah, it's not like a typical returning team where it's four year seniors or fifth year senior as far mm-hmm. as in your program, but they're older and they've been coached at other college Division one colleges and and Division one coaches, so they've been coached up. They've played against good uh, competition. They're better for it. And now we're getting them together in June and practicing all the way through here for five months. I, I actually said, you know, with uh, on October 15th this year, that was actually, instead of being the first practice of our year, as as you and I remember back in the day, October 15th, now we were in uh, practice 67, you know, when you count the oh, summer and you count the fall when it we, uh, couldn't do anything. So again, that's where I point to the product being so good. And, uh, and and better because of some of the rule changes uh, that the NCAA has made.
0: And you know what, Jamie, I
1: can equate to that because I'm looking at uh, professional basketball
0: a lot right now. Mm-hmm. And when I look at that I see you know a better product out there for for right. it, with all the teams and I think that's coming from the college level. Yeah. At one at one point you had so many one and dones that it was very difficult for that to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean it, we get we hear about the one and done and I was I've joked about it that the it's such a catchy phrase that it gets it almost gets used more and more than it actually occurs. But if you look at the NBA and the players and Desmond Bain at 28 last night, he's a four year college guy. You know, he's an NBA all-star that no one recruited coming out of high school. Like those are still what makes up the NBA. You know, we talk about the one and done guy, but it's still the guys that have grinded it out in college, gotten better improved. And uh, you know, even international guys, they come over here, uh, for that reason, to improve and position themselves and better themselves for the NBA, so um, the, the, we're 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 still putting out the NBA player, and uh, maybe not the LeBron, and and, and and maybe not the Giannis, but again, those guys are uh, freak uh, as far as athletics uh, uh, bodies. Uh, the, but the, the guys that the, the guys that are grinding, becoming players, are going through the college system, the NCA system.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And, and I would agree with that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, today, when we look at the game, the game is much better. And and I think uh, we're going to bring more people into it, meaning watching the game more often. And that's important. Another question I have for you, and you know, our our podcast is basically built on if you on leadership, Tell me how you feel about leadership. Do you think it's really connecting in our game and meaning college basketball and are the leaders stepping forward?
1: Yeah, uh, that's another experience thing. I think too, I think you only you become a leader after making some mistakes and, and seeing other mistakes and being part of other mistakes. And uh, again, I think I have great leadership on this team and, you know, a lot of it's coming from guys that from that started out at different schools. So um, it's not how we used to look at it, or, or I think uh, believe it was uh, developed, uh, but it's uh, you know experience is the is the best ingredient to I think a good leader, and um, I'm seeing that with my my ball club, and and uh, I, I like uh, where they're uh, how they're uh, t- uh, taking to it. I think NIL holds some accountability as well. I mm. think the, the transfer um uh, rules have allowed some mid-major kids to transfer up to uh uh, high majors and um and they've had success doing it uh i it it may have affected some of the uh uh, mid-majors but uh i i do believe that experience that they got playing all those minutes at a different school have, have made them leaders and uh um, and they know now, I mean, like leadership on and off the floor. Our, our players know that if they do anything off the floor, it's going to be on Instagram, it's going to be on social media, it's going to be somewhere, positive or negative. Oh, uh, very and, good. and we make that very clear to our guys. So most of ours have been positive, I'll say that. But uh, uh, the, the the they're well aware it can become a negative too as well. Well, that's good to hear, Jamie. And let me ask
0: you this. You mentioned N-
1: NIL. How do you feel about that? You know
0: that's new in the game. I know it's it has attacked the coaches without them any thinking on it. Tell me, <laughs> I, I,
1: I be honest with you, I like it. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, obviously, like every coach had some trepidation, didn't understand how it was going to be the rules and how it was going to uh, put into play, and we're still not totally clear on it. But I do feel better when there's a kid that's in need and a family's in need and a, a family's uh, uh, parents are getting moved out of their apartment or something. There's actually, uh, there's an emergency. There's actually something that we can do um, as a uh, as an institution. And, you know, maybe uh, uh, we're not raising money or directly paying for it. Uh, maybe somebody else is, but um, I, I just think it's, and, and be honest with you, it just takes the the, um we all know that things were going on beforehand um i think now it becomes more of a level playing field uh across the board and you're just your resources are your resources what you can do is 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 what you decide to do or what you can do with the uh the the people around you so i think it's i think it's good it keeps kids in college longer um mm. for a lot of Very reasons good. and and they're getting closer to the degree and as i told somebody really, you know, every kid wants to go to the NBA. That's, that's the thing. And they want to be there yesterday rather than today. Uh, (laughs) But as long as we can still keep them in school battle to keep them in, and going, uh, going uh, at at college, they're closer and closer to a degree. And all of a sudden they realize that they graduate. I just got to pass the one more class to graduate. So they'll pass that one more class. And, and, and that's, that's ultimately what we're doing. So, Um, yeah sure there's the kid that's the 4.0 and you get one or two of those but then and does it self-motivated but we're giving them a reason to stay in college get their degree and become better uh, in the short term as well as the long term
0: very good very good because I think that's really happening today you know that brings me to the thought of recruiting now has recruiting become more difficult for you or do you see it at a different level
1: today I see it differently. There's no question. I don't know that uh, I would call it uh, more difficult, um, more challenging, but you know, I think the timing has changed. And in the fall, I've probably gone out less recruiting uh, been in less homes and come spring, when we uh, are going to be looking possibly for some transfers, we're going to be out every day and, and trying to get into homes or to get on campuses. That's, troubling uh to me i remember the first time i did that where i went on to somebody else's campus to recruit their best player
0: <laughs> and
1: i and i called the coach and was like i don't know i, I don't know if, if i should be calling you or telling you but i just feel if i'm on your campus recruiting your best player um who had graduated he was one of those guys um, right, right. i should at least show you the respect of uh, uh, giving you a call and uh, uh apologizing uh, uh for it but um that's that's i uh, probably that because you know there's a, there's a there's a there's a place that's losing a good player if if we're recruiting them and, and it's from a mid-major there's a place that's losing a good player that i'm sure they'd like to keep that's right, probably right. the most troubling aspect of it to me
0: well you know i know a lot about that yeah you were in that <laughs> yeah well, i was in that at one point
1: but let me say this
0: jim you know, I respect what you just said because many coaches don't give the respect and call the coach and let them know. And once yeah. you get there, that tells you what you what you're about being a guardian of the game.
1: Well, that was back before we had the portal and all that. So I, I that was early on again. There's so many now, and I, they couldn't take all the calls from all the different coaches if they did call. So uh, <laughs> uh, it's a little different time, but I, I do understand and I do uh, uh, recognize. That you know, with with a us gaining a good player, somebody's losing a good player, a significant right. player uh, in a transfer up situation. Now at the same time, they may be getting a kid uh, too that we wanted to keep that wants to transfer down and be sure that they're going to get significant playing time. So. There's yeah, a yeah. to take. We all know that. And and maybe that kid we were fighting to hold on to, too, as well. I mean, I can give you a number of examples uh, of that. So, uh, um, you know, we, we have a kid that's in mid-major now that's uh, uh, playing well. He's a good player. We would have liked to have kept. But you know what? We went out and got somebody, I think, uh, better, too. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's, how, you, that's how you have to look at it. That's a, <laughs> an opportunity that's... to improve yourself or get worse. And, and that's, uh, uh, I hate to use the word trade, but. Uh, this is what the players wanted and the student athletes wanted. And, and, uh, and this is what we have.
0: Well, let me mention this to you. You've coached a number of top 25 teams and around the country. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you feel about the different areas of coaching and and things that are going on throughout the
1: country? Yeah. Well, I, like you said, I I grew up out out West. Uh, I I was in the big East, the ACC, the big 12. I say uh, I've been in the toughest conference, uh, in the country every year of my coaching career. I I don't recommend it for, uh, for anybody, uh, as a coach, but, um, uh, I think the, the basketball down here and the, and obviously I played at TCU, um, the basketball down in Texas has just gotten better and better at the high school level. There's more good players. Um, obviously the population growth, the, the amount of people that have moved down here, I think the emphasis more on basketball, the, the uh, summer that they're allowed to play now when they couldn't back in the day camps. Uh, and then uh, we have these uh, and they have PE courses down here or uh, activity courses where the kids are practicing really almost year round in basketball too, uh, with their coach uh, as part of the curriculum. So uh, the basketball down here is very good and you've seen it in our league by the ranking. Right. And of course the national championship uh, teams coming out of here the last couple of years. So, um Certainly uh, the, the ball the, the basketball is good but you know we've got a kid from uh, other parts of the country too we've got a kid from Canada we've got a kid from Tennessee I mean uh, we've had a recruit out in California so uh, there's good players everywhere but uh, we got a good base down here
0: well, that's—I you, you tell you—you got it all going there, and and we're excited about your program. We want to let you know that we're coming to a close here, and I just want to thank you for being a part of our podcast. This is the first, and you know when you do a first, you got to go through all the the issues that go along with it. But uh, you were very good, Jamie, and we're excited about your upcoming season.
1: Well, Coach, I, I really appreciate you and have always respected the. Uh, your career and uh, uh like you you and I we all started at the tough tough spots and and moved up moved up and battled and and uh um, we, we've been uh, longtime friends from Cleveland state Rutgers and uh so I appreciate all you do for the game too as well well thank you thank you we're we're both guardians of the game yes.
0: <laughs> well and I like the phrase you indicated protector, yeah. because we have to protect this game yeah thank okay. you yes uh now for all the People out there in the audience, and thanks for tuning in to our
1: first Guarding of the Game podcast at the NABC.